of the world with you Nothing is bringing me down <laughs> Welcome to Faith Summit of the Air with Reverend Adewumi Adebusayo of Word and Spirit Ministry International, a production of Wasmi Media and Broadcast. Yes! God bless you. Welcome once again, and I thank you for joining me again on Faith Summit of the Air. Now, the last time we began to talk about uh, how we can attain and walk continually in the highest kind of faith. And uh, we said the first thing we need to know if we are going to do that is to know the integrity of God's word. And what a great time of blessing it is as we establish the fact that the believer must continue to look in the mirror, into the perfect law of liberty, or better put, the law of perfect liberty. And then as you continue to do that, we saw Proverbs chapter 4 from verse 20 to 22 tells us that as we continue to attend to the word of God, we incline our ears to his saying, and then we also let them not depart from our eyes. We keep them in the midst of our heart that we, these words, will become life to us and then they also become medicine to all our flesh. Today, I want us to go straight to the number two point that we need, number two things we need to know so that we can attain and walk in the highest kind of faith. And that thing that you need to know is to know that you have been redeemed in Christ. Know that you have been redeemed in Christ. The believer must consciously, the new creation believer, must consciously walk in the reality of redemption. You must know, have an exact knowledge, a revealed knowledge of the work of redemption. We should understand redemption, you know, not, not as a philosophy, not as a creed, but the fact that in Christ Jesus, we have actually been redeemed from the authority of Satan, that we have actually been redeemed from the authority of Satan. I'd like us to read a passage of scripture. I'd like us to just read uh, one or two scriptures and then we, we look at certain things. Look at uh, First Peter chapter 1, verse, verses 18 and 19. First Peter chapter 1, verses 18 and 19. Look at what it says. It says, For as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as a lamb without blemish and without spot. Look at again Titus, the book of Titus, Titus chapter 2, verse 14. Look at what it says. It says, Who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity, that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people zealous of good work. So we must understand that the weight of a freedom is determined by the price involved in securing that freedom. We must understand that the weight of a freedom is determined by the price involved in securing that freedom. Now the word redeem in 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 18 is actually 
the, the word lutro in the Greek, and it means to release on receipt of ransom. To release on receipt of ransom. Now, so the Bible is telling us in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 18 and 19, that the ransom paid for, 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 for us was not silver or gold, but rather it was the precious blood of Jesus Christ. That was the ransom paid for us to get us out of satanic slavery, to bring us out of slavery to the devil. The, the price that was paid was not silver or gold, but it was the precious blood of Jesus. And as a result of that, the believer was redeemed. I tell people, you are not redeemed. You are not going to be redeemed. You were redeemed. The sinner in you was redeemed. And then you, the new creation now, became the product of redemption. The new creation believer is a product of redemption. It's, it's an offshoot of redemption, but we were redeemed. You must understand that. You must live in the consciousness of that, that you were redeemed. And you need to know that. In Colossians chapter 1, verse 12, verse 12 to, to 14, the Bible tells us, it's a giving thanks unto the Father who has made us meet or qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. And then in verse 13, he said, who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. And then in verse 14, he said, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sin. Now, the word redemption there is the word apolutrosis in the Greek. And it actually means a release, a releasing effected by payment of ransom. It also means deliverance. So in whom we have redemption or in whom we have deliverance. I tell people, most of the time, people begin to move around from place to place seeking deliverance. Believers, born again Christians, washed by the precious blood of Jesus, cleansed by the precious blood of Jesus, filled with the Holy Spirit. You see them moving from place to place seeking deliverance only if they are acquainted with the Word of God. In verse 13 of that Colossians chapter 1, it said, who has delivered us? <laughs> Glory to God. Who has delivered us? Now, he's not going to deliver us. He, is, he didn't say he's going to deliver us. He said, who has delivered us? It means the time of action of that which was spoken has already passed. Who, who has delivered us? Who has delivered us? The Father has delivered us from the power of darkness. I don't know about you, but you see, when I read places like this, it sets me on fire. It sets me on fire. I'm so, I'm so glad that I've been delivered. I've been delivered from the power of darkness. I've been delivered. You see, the, the word power there is from the Greek word exousia. It means authority and dominion. The believer has been delivered from the dominion of darkness. If you are listening to me right now and you are a born again child of God, I need you to understand that you have been delivered. You don't need deliverance. You don't need deliverance from the authority of Satan. You don't need deliverance from the dominion of Satan. The Father has already delivered you. And listen, no man is going to improve on that. No man is going to build on that. We have been delivered. In Christ Jesus, we have been delivered. We have been redeemed. 
We have been delivered. Who has delivered us from the power, the power, the dominion, the authority of darkness? And has translated, he didn't just stop there. He has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. He has translated us, like the, the, some other translations say, he has translated us into the kingdom of the son of his love. He has translated us into the kingdom of Christ. That kingdom is not the kingdom of darkness. It is the kingdom of light. We have been translated from darkness to light. We have been translated from, the, from darkness into the light of God. We are here now. The place we are. Now you want to hear me? Let me say this to you. The place you are now is out of the reach of Satan and his demons. Now you need to walk in the consciousness of that. You need to walk in the consciousness of that. This is where we are. We have been redeemed. We are not going to be redeemed. We have been redeemed. We have been delivered. We were redeemed and now we are glorified. Now the present state you are, if you are a believer, you are hearing me now, there is that state of glorification. Is that state of glorification in Romans chapter 8. The Bible tells us that those, Romans chapter 8 from verse 29, those whom he predestinated, he said, them he also called. And those he called, he said, them he also justified glory to God. And those he justified, them he also glorified. We are full of God's glory now. The believer is one who is full of God's glory. Hallelujah. That is where we are now. And you see, this is where our confession should center around. That we are no longer in darkness, we are in the light. We have been delivered, we have been set free. We have been set loose from the dominion of darkness. And now we are in the light of God. We are in the kingdom of God's dear son, the kingdom of light. This should be our confession. This should be our confession. As you will have to stand your ground. You will need to stand your ground against that which the enemy is saying to you. Against that which the enemy is bringing against you. You have to stand your ground by confessing what God has done for us in the work of redemption. Hallelujah. A great servant of God, Reverend Onayinka said that confession is affirming something that we believe. Confession is testifying to something that we know. Confession is witnessing for a truth that we have embraced. And I don't think there should be any definition of confession more than that. Confession from the Greek word homologia actually means to agree. Now you need to come to that place where you agree with what Christ has done for you in the work of redemption. And that is our confession. Not only agreeing at heart, we also keep saying it, we keep speaking it, we keep talking about it. That which Christ has done for us in the work of redemption. In Revelation chapter 12 verse 1, the Bible said they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb, and because of the word of their testimony, he said they overcame him. TASV version said they overcame him because of the blood of the land and because of the word of their testimony. What is the word of testimony? The word of our testimony is the word that we have been redeemed. We have been delivered from darkness and we are now in the kingdom of light. What have the, has the believer been redeemed from? What were we redeemed from? Number one, we were redeemed from the nature of sin and death. 
We were redeemed from the nature of sin and death. We saw that in that Titus chapter 2, verse 14. He said that who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity. We have been redeemed from all iniquity. So the believer was redeemed from the nature of sin and death. Number two, we were redeemed from sickness and disease. We were redeemed. The believer was redeemed from sickness and disease. It means sickness and disease is no longer your portion. There's nothing wrong when you feel that symptom in your body. There is nothing wrong when you begin to have that symptom, trying to hold you down. But you need to get conscious of that which Christ has done for you in the work of redemption concerning sickness and disease. Isaiah chapter 53 verse 4, he says, Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. The word grief is, is the word from the Hebrew translated sickness. The word sorrow is the word translated pain. He has, he has borne our sicknesses and carried our pains. And then he said, we did esteem him, smitten of God and afflicted. Verse 5 said, but he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was on him. And with his stripes, we are healed. That is what Christ did for us in the work of redemption concerning sickness and disease. Number three, we were redeemed from poverty, lack, and one. Second Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9 said, For we behold the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for our sake he became poor, that we through his poverty might be rich. I don't know about you, but I'm rich in Christ. I'm rich now. Now, these are the things we were redeemed from. And if you begin to live in the consciousness of this, then you will understand that you are walking in the highest kind of faith. God bless you. Amen. Thank you for listening to Faith Summit of the Air. To contact Reverend Adewumi, please send message to WhatsApp number 080-748-39159 Thank you for listening. Join Reverend Adewumi again next week. Same time, same station. God bless you.